Everybody wants to raise their kids well. Today, I'm going to go through a checklist to ensure that you're following God's plan for parenthood. I'm Carolyn Shuttlesworth, and you're watching Faith in Five, exclusively on IGTV. Are you a single mom or married? You are a key influence in your children's life. Roles don't change. We are still called to be godly moms. It says in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, and when you're getting up. Tie them around your hands to wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Your children are a reflection of your actions and attitudes. You are a mirror. For example, you can't expect your children to read the Bible and love the Word of God if that's something you're not doing. Every morning, I make sure to set my alarm to get up before all the kids to read the Word of God and to pray. This is how I start my day. Now that our oldest daughter is eight, I really wanted her to do the same. So a few months ago, I mentioned to her that it was time that we start reading the Word of God. So we gave her an assignment where she reads four chapters in the New Testament and one chapter of Proverbs and then leads into Psalms and so on in the Old Testament. At the beginning, it was a little hard for her to start. She would forget, I'd have to remind her constantly, and it was a little bit of a struggle. But I also told her that it was a requirement, and if she didn't start remembering on her own, that certain things that she enjoyed would start to be taken away from her. It's going to be clear in our home that the Word of God is the most important thing ever. After a couple of weeks, when I got up in the morning, sometimes Maddie would be up before my alarm went off, and she'd be sitting on the couch under a blanket reading the Word of God. Now, she even comes to me after each chapter, tells me what she reads, and asks questions. We sit here, and now we're at the point where we get to talk about it and discuss it together. It also makes me extremely happy as a mom that when she reads something that she's heard her father preaches before, she gets really excited about it and tells me what he has said about it and what the Bible has said about it. Number two, impartation. You cannot impart what you do not possess. It says in 2 Timothy 1.5, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. So with number one, number two comes into play because it shows our children how we are to live by God's word. The word of God shows our children how to live on a path of blessing and obedience, how to keep sin out and live righteously, and how to have faith for healing and provision. All the answers are right here in our life's manual. It would be silly not to share it with them. And number three, obeying the voice of the Spirit. When I was doing this study, a mother from the Bible came to my mind, and it was Mary, the mother of Jesus. She gave a specific instruction to the people at the wedding, and she told them, whatever he says, do it. 
When you make decisions in life that the Holy Spirit led you to make, explain to your children why you made them. That is a real-life learning tool to prepare your kids for their future decisions. So take these three things and use them as you continue down the road of who God has called you to be. Hey guys, thanks again for watching Faith in 5. If you have any comments or questions, make sure you leave them below. We'll see you next week. Oh,